0: Um, how are we feeling about swearing? Do we not swear?
1: Everybody asks me that every episode. And it's literally like, um, I'm like, Just swear? I have a filthy mouth and I have to really rein it in. <laughs> yes, same. Guys, it's that time of the week again. It's time for a new episode of Girlfriend Material, your gate to Z of all things LGBTQ+. I'm Rosie, I'm here, I'm queer, and I'm in your ears to bring you another jam-packed, exciting episode. So sit back. Strap in, pun intended. We're going to have a good time. Beth McCarthy. That is me. It is you. Welcome to Girlfriend Material
0: Podcast. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm very excited. This is a very posh place.
1: Yeah, it is. It's also very pink, and I feel like it's very fitting
0: with you you really are on brand for me (laughs) and I appreciate that because it wasn't purposeful but we you know meant to be yeah yeah it is excellent
1: I usually have more pink hair but I dialed it back I was like I don't want to take the attention off Beth (laughs) because that's Beth's brand so we won't go for that (laughs) um so today we are chatting all about how to talk to girls (laughs) yes yay our like what's it Our, our like thing that at the end of this this podcast we are going to get you talking to girls we are going to we can not have any any no, gay, gay, panic. gay panic whatsoever we're going to have like a smooth mover not that you're not a smooth mover but i feel like we're going to get like real smooth moving Beth, a new a new era
0: yeah good luck with <laughs> that cuz uh, uh you've, people have tried i have tried but apparently i just have a tendency to crumble in front of women,
1: I'm enjoying like on TikTok the like mini series of like <laughs> Beth McCarthy goes into gay panic. I d- I feel like it's like a fandom of people who just like have created montages of you just going into gay panic.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it it was never really intended to be that. I um I I just wanted to I just wanted to promote my song
1: <laughs> and uh, just, just wanted a job. Really, just <laughs>
0: wanted to promote my own music. Um, and yeah, I think you know, unfortunately, it, there comes a point where when you're interviewing attractive women, it d- you just don't have a chance. You don't yeah. have a chance.
1: Yeah. You know, I feel this because, like, my podcast is obviously interviewing a bunch of attractive lesbians, so every week I have to come on online. This is the first time we're in the studio, like, the Spotify studios. Like, shout out to Spotify. We love you. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's insane. Like, I'm literally just like, oh, hi, everyone. I, I never experienced gay panic, but I'm a little bit like, hi.
0: It's funny. I feel like I... I'm one way or the other. Like I'm either really, really confident and like I've got this, mm-hmm. you know, or absolutely not. It, and and I don't know where it comes in. I I wonder if it's partially because it's sort of the cameras there. I feel the pressure, mm. and then I think it's become a thing now. Where I, like I did the the kind of first the first episode, let's call it of it, and uh, and it was with people that I knew, as with friends that I knew, but you know that. A couple of them I fancy also because you know, queer, yeah, uh, that's how it works. You fancy yeah. all your friends, of course. There's got to be a backstory there, yeah. Um, and you know, that so that was an already kind of existing tension, I guess. And then it's almost like it's become a thing where if anybody films them with me, that their, their mission is to get me to crumble. It's like, okay, I'm this is the bit, and we are gonna make Beth have gay panic every time, and I'm here for it, you know. <laughs> if it means lovely, attractive women flirt with me, then I'll take it.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's, like, a great job. So I wouldn't knock it. Plenty of people want that. So let's roll it back. Like, for anyone who's just dropping on this podcast, like, who hasn't seen any of your Gay Panic videos, (laughs) like, what are you about? Like, can you give a little bio to Beth?
0: So I am a singer-songwriter. I like pop, pop artist, guitar-based pop. And um, I've been doing it for a while. And then this year, I um have started releasing an EP which is deliberately very queer um and i basically wrote a song called i don't know how to talk to girls mm-hmm. which is very fitting with which we're unpacking today you know we're going to unpack it um <clears throat> and it was going to be a single and then i really felt like it was going to be something good you know it's one of those just kind of relatable concepts that that i'd played a couple of times live and it just immediately connected with people mm. and I was really excited about it and so I thought okay this should be bigger than a single so I, I may as well make an EP and I, I wanted it to be like a concept EP which was a journey of my queerness and me figuring out who I am Um, so I basically wrote outwards of this song it's like that was gonna be the middle one Um, it's not out yet it's gonna be out really really soon but um, I was gonna then do kind of either side of that and mm. what that journey was so it was what do you call it was me kind of figuring out who I was and what to call myself and what label I fit into because I never really I never really got labels and never really into labels um throughout my whole life and I think it took me a really long time to come to terms with um my queerness and my sexuality and and what that meant and what that should be called and I'm still in a spot now where to be honest I don't I don't love labels I don't I don't feel the need to slot myself into something because it moves and changes all the time and everything mm. is always fluid um, and that's just that's just me but it took me a really long time to get there and that was that song and then i wrote she's pretty which was just a song about a girl that i thought was fit that was literally it it's not that deep <laughs> um and that's the one that's kind of really taken recently yeah um online and on tiktok and so the what do you call it Kind of promo was these videos of me interviewing people, which ended up in Gay Panic, mm-hmm. and then she's pretty. Has been the song that's that's taken. So yeah, it's kind of it's it's now introducing me to a a really big, lovely queer audience. Um, and it's nice because I feel like it's I really wanted to represent the grey area, mm-hmm. um, of the rainbow. <laughs> Who yeah. knew there was one? Um, where it was sort of like okay, I don't really know what I am and I'm figuring it out and that's okay. And I, I feel as though, you know, we have such little representation of of queer women in music. Um, and it's getting better now, but especially when I was growing up, I mean, I'm 26 now. So when mm-hmm. I was sort of figuring this out at, God, like 13, 14 onwards, there was just no songs that I felt represented me and no music and no yeah. stories. We had it like was... Katy Perry, I kissed a girl. Yes. yeah, And it's like, uh, same I also (laughs) liked it and cherry chapstick and like that's all you have and then it went quiet for a few years yeah literally and then you get like Rita Ora girls and it's like after some red wine I just want to kiss girls right which is like okay again Okay, relatable for like a minute, and then you go, but I actually like girls now. So what do we do with that? What if
1: I don't want to drink the wine? What if I just want to
0: skip, skip to that just part? Just want to do the <laughs> bit where I like them, you know? So um, there's not been, and then we have like Haley, Kyoko, and Fletcher coming out and whatever, and that's mm. all amazing as well. And the representation that we need, love them, but very headstrong lesbian energy, yeah, yeah. Um, which is incredible, and I love. But as someone who has not been a headstrong lesbian for her life and has been somewhere in the middle and not really knowing what to call it, I just didn't have someone that I felt really represented that and really made me feel seen. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of thought, I want to be that if I can be. And so now here we are. You gotta to do that. that though. Like that's <laughs> that's kind of how I felt like with the TikTok
1: journey. I was just like, there was no one when I was coming out and like figuring stuff out who actually just sat there and said like, this is how you kiss a girl. Like this is what you do. Like when you have first time sex with a girl. Like this is like that's what my driving force is. So you know, if you can't see it, be it.
0: Exactly. You've got to. You've got to just. At some point, you go right. Well, no one else is doing it yeah, for me. no so. one else. Like, I'll any- do does that. anyone,
1: anyone want to pick up anyone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, literally. Fine, I'll do it. <laughs> so, have we? Have you like moved towards since you've obviously released that song? Like, what do you call it? Mm-hmm. Have you moved towards like calling it something? Like, what? Because we were just chatting before we like hit hit record. Like, how you kind of explain it to people if they meet you for the first time?
0: Yeah, I honestly at the moment I really don't. I try and stay away from labelling things, in, in in which is funny because if anybody has seen these videos, if you haven't, I basically ask people, "What do you call it?" and it is you, mm-hmm. um, and it's literally just so I can sing the line of my song as "What do you call it?" and it is you, and. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because everybody I basically say, if you were a type, what would you be, and then it's like, um then what would you call your type that's that's literally the the questions um and I find it really interesting because obviously I'm asking people to label themselves, mm. but i've never I've never sort of prefaced that with what that should mean or what that should be like focus on your sexuality focus on this focus I've never done that I've just let it be the question and let people take their own meaning of it and and often people go, you know oh I'm a you know femme lesbian who loves this or you know I'm a golden retriever yeah whatever yeah. that's all that's generally like the answers that I get um which I find really interesting because obviously I'm sitting here going the whole point of the song is I don't know what to call it so yeah. I don't have the answer to my own questions people do it all the time out they're like I'm gonna ask you. can I interview you and ask you what to call it and I'm like you can but the point is I don't know like it, I'm a contradiction of myself all the time. It's always fluid. Um, I guess like the the simplest and easiest way to call it is bi. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were just discussing before, but I, there's probably elements in which I am pan. Um, you know, I, I'm very I'm very much go off energy. Um, I'm not really led by genitalia, so it's just whoever I vibe with, basically, yeah. Yeah. which would probably be more accurately described as pan, mm-hmm. but. In all of this, it's only recently that, that pan has really become a widely used term. Mm. And I think when you're trying to find who you are and where you sit in the world, it's difficult to go, yep, that's me, in a, which is just such a small group of people. Because the whole point of having a label is to belong, right? Like mm. it's, For a lot of people, at least, like it's to belong somewhere. It's to have a space that you feel validated and that you feel... Like okay, this is me, and when there's like five other people in that box, it's like okay, so it's me and these five people <laughs> that are describing it. Yeah, woo. Whereas obviously you've got lesbian, much much wider used, yeah, gay it's much it's wider, it's wider it's used. It's a
1: stronger, like I guess more like historically, I don't want to say led, but like it's more of a term that people
0: use. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah. it's so you know I guess bisexual is is kind of where I'm at, but. At the same time, there's a lot of a lot of bisexuality that, do, that I don't feel validated by. I don't feel uh, mm. like I fit into and it's sort of, because these terms are so broad and they're used for such broad broad types of people, especially with bi, I think like being bi, you can have someone on, on this end of the spectrum which is, you know, I'm bisexual in every way and it's just mm. like, I will connect with everyone, whatever. You've got someone on this end of the spectrum who's, I'm, i'm bi and that means i think girls are hot but i don't really know what to do with that and i have relationships with men um and then there's there's loads of stuff in between that none of those are less valid than each other like everybody in that category Mm -hmm. to me is bi and they should be able to be that and i feel very strongly about that but it does mean that when you're putting yourself into that category it's difficult to know if that's an accurate representation of you because you can speak to one person and they view bi in this way, yeah. And then you speak to somebody else and they have a completely different meaning, and then they'll judge you as to like what their their expectation of bisexual is, yeah. Um, so I think that's probably why I steer a little bit clear at the minute of that label because you know it doesn't necessarily fit every single thing that I ever feel, um. And I think as well, like it's, we were just saying
1: that a lot of people who come out as queer, like that might be sort of like their gateway label before they go into being able to feel comfortable to say what they are. Yeah. And that was certainly like the case for me. Like I was a bit nervous. I mean, I didn't know. This is the thing I didn't know at the time. I genuinely did think I was bisexual because I joined an office and there was a load of like queer people there. And, you know, there was, there was a guy who was <laughs> one of my clients actually. And I sort of had a bit of a crush on him. And that really threw me because because before that, I was like, I only exclusively like girls. I'd sort of come out like to my sure. parents, my friends, and I was like, yeah, I like girls, 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 girls. And then I sort of vibed with this guy. It was mm-hmm. terribly awkward because like, I ended up sending him like a bit of a dirty text on a work phone. <laughs> And, uh, you know, you know when you're like really young and you don't realize. And then I didn't realize that like it belonged to my boss, and then I had to give it back. And then no. i saw it,
0: no. and it was
1: like, you know, like do you want to like hook up? Like I'm not even going to repeat it because I just <laughs> I don't even think I can remember what it said. But basically, everybody had access to the phone and like found it, and I was mortified. Yeah, it's horrific. And after that, I was like, no, absolutely not. Um. But that threw me for a while. And then I sort of went into kind of being like, no, I am, you know, I'm gay. I really like girls and all of that. But I was just saying before this that, you know, obviously I'm in a relationship, but if I was single, I think I would feel the same as you. I would Mm. be like open to being like, you just don't know what your future holds. You don't know who you're gonna fall for. And I think you can't close yourself off. And it's such a shame that so many people out there, you know, just are so closed off to the idea of even just fancying someone like who is the same gender to them isn't is an option. Yeah. I'm always like we should like I feel like everyone should just, you know, have have a couple of months to see if it's for them.
0: Just do what you want to do as well. Like yeah. This is my whole thing with labels. And I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna just very quickly say I am not at all putting down labels. There are people who find so much comfort and power and love mm. and community in labels and power to them because that's amazing. And I want that to continue being being a thing for everyone. And and we've worked really hard as a as a community to kind of get to a point where we can shout about our labels and feel really proud of that. And yeah. so I'd, I wouldn't ever want to take that away from anybody, but that also does need to be space in my opinion for the section of people, which I'm sure there are a lot of who don't really feel comfortable in a label or have one label one day and have another the next and mm-hmm. I do think that unfortunately on both sides you know we obviously have um the society that doesn't accept queer people and doesn't accept you know anything in that space but you also have the 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 queer community who can be a little bit gatekeepy and can be a little bit you know <clears throat> anti- Bisexual, for example, mm-hmm. um, you know one of one of my first experiences. I, I basically really came into myself when I moved to London. I'm originally from York, not the most queer uh, place on earth, is it not? Oh I no, I can't say mm-hmm. the it metropolis is. that is York. Yeah, no, I mean I'm sure it's getting there now, but you know, again, growing, I went to an all-girls school, um, and lesbian was still used as an insult mm. at the time, so it's sort of like yeah you're, you're in a very small town there isn't an awful lot of of um you know opportunity to explore yourself so really moving to London was when that happened for me I didn't go to uni so it was like i already knew i was already fully in my i'm queer s- space um but I hadn't really been able to to delve into what that meant for mm-hmm. me and um and one of my first experiences was was a friend of a friend who was a lesbian and we'd we were sitting in my garden and I was sort of explaining how I was feeling and I said that I'd not been in like a long-term relationship with a girl and I didn't even know if that would be possible for me. And But I like love women um, and I'd like slept with women and I'd had all these experiences with women and I'd been on dates, but I wasn't sure. Basically, mm-hmm. the classic, which is, it wasn't quite this deep for me at this point, but it's like, I, I fancy girls, but I don't know if I could be in a relationship with one. Yeah, and yeah. obviously now, wouldn't dream of saying that, but there is always a space for that. I think when all, you're, all you've ever known is uh, relationships with men, and I had that, and she just went in. This is why lesbians hate bisexuals. This is why bisexuals are awful. You need to stay really? away from them because it's stuff like this. You don't. They don't take us seriously. Yes, and like, um, she'd kind of dated one of my friends and mm. made her feel really, really awful about having been with men previously. And I've heard a lot of this. Happening, and yeah. this is not at all to say that the entire community is like this, it's a very, very small portion, but it does exist. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've had situations where I was in qu- quite a, a, I guess, queer presenting, if you want to call it that, um, part of my life. I hadn't, you know, I don't really, I hadn't really dated anyone, um, and I was very much. W- female leaning at the time. I was just, if, if anybody ever saw me, it was like, that's what I'd be talking about. That's who I was attracted to. I hadn't yeah. been attracted to a man in ages. I was in that period. And I met a lot of friends when I was in that period. And then I dated men again. And they were kind of like thrown by it. Cause they're like, oh, well, we knew you were bi, but we kind of just thought that was, you know. Oh, what, like a sort of phase that you were like working through Kind of, it kind of, that was how it was felt. It felt for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like no i, I you know i've been I, i've been very open about being bi the whole time but obviously because i look like a lesbian quote and i you know talk about women and that's how you know me that's how you've got to know mm. me it's now really jarring for you that i also date men and yeah. you are seeing that yeah. um and i think that again massive identity crisis because it's like oh my goodness like this is what my friends know me as and they're taking a little bit of issue with it or making me feel like I'm being disingenuous by still presenting in the way that I do still dressing the way that I do mm. um which by the way shouldn't have any part to play in your sexuality but obviously you know yeah it, there is always that out there but I think like as well
1: I, I don't know I'm, I'm just picking it but you know if you are a lesbian or like a queer woman I'm non-binary folk like I think that I mean, specifically for me, like, I've had a, a straight crush, as, like, a lot of queer people have had, and that situation shit was very much with a girl who, you know, I th- I think she, she absolutely, like, if I was going to put a label on it, probably was bisexual, and she was processing through those feelings, and she didn't know what to say or do, but I think a lot of people get themselves in situations where they feel quite burnt and quite hurt by people, yeah. because those people aren't ready to, like, come out or you know, in my case, you know, I had a situation with a girl I worked with and I was like, you know, we were hanging out all the time we were like going, almost like going on dates and I was like, you know, got to the point where I was like so like, what's going on here? Why are we? You know, like, <laughs> you know yeah. and, um, you know, she was like, oh, I, I fancy you, but I, I can't do anything about it. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I mean if I'm being honest, like I got really upset, I got angry as yeah, you do. Sucks. Cause I really fucking fancied her, but I felt quite burnt by that. But I learned from that because I had to like really, really process it. But I don't think a lot of people learn from it. And I think that when they get themselves maybe into a relationship with someone who is bi, it's almost like if you kinda say, Oh actually no, like I'm actually in a relationship with a guy, it's like, Well, like you're going back on yourself. Yeah. you're going back on being queer.
0: Yeah. It kind of feels like it's it's been, you know, you had someone that you had an ally in, and it's like, Oh, yeah, that like that's someone I look up to. Like this is the other side of it. You look you look at someone like Joe, and you're like I love you and you represent me because you're a lesbian and you sing about women. If fact dated a guy next week there would be uproar probably mm. from a lot of people mm-hmm. and not prob- not because there's anything wrong with those people it's just that they have this feeling of like they've got someone that that that's like yeah. theirs it's like yeah. you're ours and We don't have enough of those people. We don't have that representation. So like you're one of the few.
1: And more more people just need to be queer then. More people to spread around. If more people
0: were queer, then it wouldn't (laughs) matter. But I think it's just, it's sort of like, you've got to you know remind yourself that everybody, just because even if Fletcher dated a guy, it's probably not gonna happen, is it? But even if she did date a guy next week, right? Doesn't make her any less queer. Mm. She's still written all the songs that you related to and that you felt something for. And you sometimes do have to disconnect the person and their personal life from um, the things that they stand for, and the and the songs and the things that you love about them. Because yeah. if it's if all you love about them is their sexuality, then it's probably not a good place to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because people are people, and people change, and people are fluid. But yeah, and also you, you know, with you saying that about being burned, like I've heard some of horror stories. There's been friends of mine who have been kept secrets for years mm-hmm. by girls that weren't out yet, and They've been, you know, treated in in terrible, terrible ways um, by people who basically were not ready to be out. They were not, you know, emotionally mature enough to actually be in that situation. But they ended up there. And then it's made the person who kind of does know themselves and it, it does have that emotional openness to have Mm. been in that it it puts them in a really awful position and that that is awful too but that's that's the person that's their Mm. issue that's not bisexuals but it made you know it it made me
1: nervous like I would go out on dates after that and I dated a girl for a while and she was bi and I'm not gonna lie I'll be totally on open on this podcast because I think honesty transparency is key you know, I was a bit apprehensive. I was a bit like, you know, and I said we had a conversation. I said, like, I, I'll be honest, I haven't dated anyone who's bi before. And she said to me, she was like, I choose you though, as a person. Yeah. And I was like, what? What do you mean? And she was just like, well, you know, I like guys. I like girls. I like anyone in between but over everybody I choose you and she was like isn't that more special than me being like just only liking 50% of the people and choosing you she was <laughs> like I like 100% yeah. and I still choose you and I was like <laughs> yeah. isn't that an amazing way of thinking about it yeah and I always say that to people now like my friends who are like hey, you know going on a date with someone who's bi and I'm like it's 2023 come on like this is a massive spectrum yeah. so yeah but you were in a relationship like a long-term relationship with a guy right Mm -hmm. when you were figuring out that you were bi (laughs) so I wanted to ask you like how did that play out like if you don't mind talking about it like did you kind of come out to him like how did you navigate that
0: I did not (laughs) (laughs) okay I basically like I had three three I was quite kind of like a serial monogamous, which if you know me now, okay. I like, I'm like all chaos when it comes to love and relationships. Is probably this is the reason why. But like, I kind of had a school boyfriend, and then my like heartbreak boyfriend was this one, right? Um, which was like three years. It was like seven, three, four years, seventeen to twenty one. Um, and then I had like a little thing after, but the first one I don't think I I think I knew, but and I'm not sure if we ever spoke about it. I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm not sure if I ever spoke to him about it or if it was briefly touched on, but it was like school. But I mean, my first like proper kiss, as in like proper, you know, sleepover in a bed kiss was with one of my friends at school. Mm-hmm. Um, And we all used to... A girl? Yeah. Yeah, well, sorry, went to an all-girls school. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> of course yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless I snuck classic. a
1: boy in. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. So like that, a lot of my first kind of experiences were with were with women. And mm-hmm. I think you can do that and... Not end up being queer, I, yeah. like so, you know, it's just teenagers doing their thing and figuring it
1: out. Or you can do that in my case, and I may end up being queer. <laughs> and I think that's a, a lot of the
0: way. And you know, I think ultimately, I liked it way too much for it to not mean that I was even a little bit queer. Um, and then, uh, then obviously I got a boyfriend, that ended got into this other one, and I really at the time like love of my life thought that was end game, very kind of intense quite destructive, like, I wouldn't go as far as calling it toxic, but it was just very intense, especially mm-hmm. for that age. For me, he was older than I was. And it was within that relationship that I definitely started taking my feelings seriously about women. Uh, Orange is the New Black absolute awakening yeah I was watching that going I'm having all these thoughts I was dreaming about it oh like, my god I literally like this is not how I fully figured it
1: out but I was watching it and like I was I think I was like at uni and I would come home from somewhere and like binge watch Orange is the New Black like on my bed and my mum my would come in I'd <laughs> just slam the laptop shut and she's like what are you watching I was like nothing Same. and have dreams that I was in prison but I was like woke up in the morning and I was like was a great, like, you know, I'll commit a crime any day. Oh my gosh, yeah,
0: like, it was, it was, I was obsessed, and I, it made me feel things. Wait, 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 Piper or Alex? So, difficult one, um... (laughs) I mean, it was Natasha Leone. like that. She was oh, my like. Fair, like I her was sorry. Of, I think it's voice and also like confidence mm. probably was what was winning me over at the time. I was just like, I want. It's that classic. I don't know if I want you or if I want to be you. Yes. Um, yeah. And I think that really. But I was like, I want to be one of them, and both of them. Or quits, just like in so. a big sandwich with <laughs> yeah. everyone. Just all of it. Um. And yeah, I, there were. I mean, there were loads of that whole show. Just like, I was like, just women. <laughs> what do I do with this? Um, so I was kind of watching that and that was making me feel lots of things. And then there was a a girl who worked at a pub that I would go to with my boyfriend all the time. And she was a lesbian. She was very like out and proud. Kind of one of the only people that I knew at the time who was that, that mm. out and proud about it and cool and confident. And I definitely, you know, fancied her. She's quite flirty, I'm a flirty person. And like, by no means was this any kind of thing that was, have, no lines were ever crossed. Um But there was definitely like a flirty energy there. And she knew, I mean, we literally only went to this pub together, me and my boyfriend. So I she, love that that
1: didn't stop her though. No, she literally. was like, I'm just gonna crack on with this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she knew, she knew we were together. There was no leading on, there was no like potential of it ever being anything. But it was probably the first time that I'd been like, ah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is something I wanna get involved in. And it's so interesting. So. We, like, would be texting, whatever, and there was a time when my boyfriend at the time went through my phone and read our texts, mine and this girl's, and it's funny because the texts that he read, there was nothing to them, like, literally. And I think even across the board, like, if you put our whole text thread on paper and you just read them as words, there was nothing there, but if you kind of felt the context around it and you knew the energy, you could probably be like, ah, you're flirting. Do you know what I mean? So there was never any, like, sexual stuff never really anything that flirty it was sort of just a little bit of an energy there um but he read them anyway he, he was like really upset um clearly felt a vibe fair, fair enough yeah <laughs> um and I was like you know this is the thing and I I played straight I claimed straight so hard knowing that I wasn't but I obviously didn't want to lose him and I was just like I know there's literally there's nothing there there's not anything at all like I'm straight I'm straight I'm straight I'm straight you don't need to worry about it um, and it kind of, you know, pushed me back in the closet. Really, even even though I wasn't really out of it, it I was I was peeping, and I slammed that. You shawl got you so to... out, and then you're like, Dop. yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> slam that back. No. Uh, And it made me, you know, obviously because he was so upset by, it. and he was older than I was. So it's almost like if I was in a generation that was just coming to terms with queerness, mm. he was in a generation like eight years older than me. So right. it's like, okay, you definitely won't get it. And also, small town energy. I just don't. He was yeah. never going to be the person to really like embrace a queer girlfriend, I don't think. And that's that's me assuming I would, you know, I'm sure. He's absolutely, he's never made any issue of it since knowing that I am queer. But I think it wasn't the kind of moment where it felt safe to be like, yeah, mm. actually. And in hindsight, what I should have done is go, yeah, you know what, there is nothing there, but I'm having these feelings. I'm yeah. watching Orange is the New Black. <laughs> And I'm, I, having I'm having
1: thoughts. I'm having some
0: thoughts, and it doesn't mean I don't love you, and it doesn't mean I don't want to be with you. Yeah. But I do think that I need to really process these, and I would love for you to be on side whilst I do that. Um, and I need that to not, to not become a thing about us, and not to not become an insecurity for you. And I understand that's a big ask because there'll be lots of feelings for you, but it doesn't mean I don't, I don't. It doesn't mean my feelings for you have changed. Mm. And when that happens, I'll let you know. If that happens, I'll let you know. If it does mean that my feelings for you have changed, it just means I have these other ones. Yeah. And I don't even know what they mean yet. And they're really early and I don't know, but just please kind of, can you support me in this, in whatever way that feels right for you? Um, I should have done that, didn't do that. Got to the end of that relationship. And then I was like, okay, next thing I do, I'm going in queer. (laughs) Um and Is so that, that was TikTok. That. <laughs>
1: you seen that TikTok? I like I'm switching sides. I
0: was <laughs> switching sides, baby. <laughs> and and I did. And I dated a guy after that. And I went in being fully I'm, bi. I'm I am by. Um, we ended up having like my uh threesome together, and that was probably the best part of our relationship. It was a terrible relationship, but that was great. <laughs> uh I and love that. Like, and it was really positive and, um, you know, and then I think on from that it's, it's then I've just been able to be completely who I am. But I never really had a coming out moment. It was just a gradual mm. acceptance that women are great and so are men and so is everybody in between and that's Maybe girl.
1: that's what we'll call this podcast. I'm also going to lower my chair. I feel like I'm like,
0: <laughs> so I feel like God on this
1: podcast and I've like been like, being like God. leaning like this very just um we'll title the podcast that Women Are Great.
0: Women are great. Yeah. <laughs> women are great. Just women are great. All in caps. They the just podcast. are.
1: Okay, so you kind of you. It was like a gradual moments of of realizing then, but there wasn't a moment for you where you were just like, "Fuck!" Like you know, this is it for me now.
0: Yeah, no, no, it's no. I just gradually got there, um, which is probably why I'm so not attached to labels and so not bothered about coming out for myself mm-hmm. because it's just like it it did I did it never happened like that for me it wasn't like I was this and now I'm this I've probably known that I like girls for ages my whole life like yeah if I look back I always wanted to be the husband in the family games that we played and that was (laughs) because I wanted to hold hands with my friends (laughs) okay and I'd be like oh do you want to kiss you look back on stuff and you go obviously duh that duh but um I think you know obviously I didn't clock that I was definitely like Smitten with my best friend in like year eight as well, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, as I say, my other my other best friend was one of my first experiences of varying different things, and so I had all of that, and um, and then I, I, th- I th- just flashbacks now in this relationship. I think it, I think it was this middle one. It could have even been the first one. I was like on Tinder. It was like early, early days of Tinder, and I, I was just on it f- with girls, and I wasn't like messaging anyone. I was just going just on it open to girls that was it yeah and I don't even know why I did that but I think there was probably something in me that was like oh I just want to kind of look I at did what's that as well at, going the, on. at
1: the end of uni like um I think it was actually I think it was someone who lived in York you know because <laughs> like maybe I, it was me it was it <laughs> might have been you um but it was because Lincoln was so close to York like you know I met yeah. I matched with someone I was just swiping along and it was like do you want to meet up and I was like
0: oh no like I don't I don't know why I'm doing what this. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It's um. So it the crazy. Sa- the signs
1: have always been there. That always. Okay. So what's the what's the issue now? Why are we doing a song called I Don't Know How to Talk to
0: Girls Then? Well, if you're
1: if you're a flirty person, yeah.
0: Break it down for it's me. Ca- meh, it's partially a lie. It's not. It's it's kind of a threat. It's not like a really current. I mean, obviously you write songs and then it takes ages for them to come out. So yeah. like it's not like I wrote this yesterday. Mm-hmm. I do I do know where I'm at. And also there's two songs after this. So. I do know how to talk to girls. So actually (laughs) I do, so I can leave now. Um, No, there's two songs after this, like there's don't know how to talk to girls. So it's like coming out, thinking women are fit. And it's that like the she's pretty moment is sort of like, do I do I want her or do I want to be with her that whole thing
1: who like is this someone that you just met at a bar yeah who she, is we're, she
0: we're she's the one <laughs> in the artwork actually she's now tattooed on me forever I just got a tattoo of the the she's pretty artwork yeah and it's yeah Yaz, yeah who she, DJs
1: she was DJing at an event actually
0: yeah. I, saw, <laughs> I saw her I saw her she's amazing I love Yaz. like we are we are just just friends but I, phew, I fancied her when I first met her and um she like DJs a lot of queer events in London. I actually yeah. originally followed her um, because I wanted to go to more queer events. And uh, and then she kind of like messaged, I, I don't know who, I think I replied to a story and then she messaged back and just a bit back and forth. I went to go and like see her DJ and I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm in. And I wasn't in. I just definitely wasn't, um, and we laugh about it since. Like, <laughs> I tried to plant one on her, and she just like swerved me, oh. and I was like, Ugh! and uh, and then yeah. So I um I went into a session not long after that, a writing session, and I was like, I just want to write this song about a girl who just everybody thinks is fit. I mean, everyone in like she bar on a Friday Saturday, mm. and like everyone's going the DJ's fit every time, and yeah. like. She she doesn't she doesn't know it. She's actually like very, very humble. But it's that whole energy of like you're fit and you know it and everybody knows it and that's cool. You're just pretty. Like and and it's kind of this fantasy world of like, here are all the things that I, I I'm gonna go up to you and I'm gonna like tell you how it is, and we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. Like that's what the kind of energy of the song is. And uh and then I was like, listen, it's a song about you, mate. You've got to be in the artwork. And she's like, okay. God. Um. And then, yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of there. So there was that one. And then Don't Know How to Talk to Girls came. So it's like their kind of step after that where you go, okay, this isn't a fantasy anymore. I want to talk to women, but I don't know how. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I want to. I will, but I don't know how. And it kind of came from a place of very early on where I was like, okay. Actually, it was when I moved to London and I went to a girl event or like one of the queer events. Mm -hmm. Me and my friend went, both by, both like quite openly by for a minute, and we went, and it was just a room full of girls, and no one was talking to each other for like the first two hours, because just no one knew how. And I I (laughs) went into this session with another friend of mine, and I was like, I need to write a song about the dilemma that is realizing you like girls, but having no clue how to approach them, what to say, how to flirt, like, what role do you take? I mean, I'm, you know, have always dated men also, so like, I, it's different, right? It's different it's because divide. it's like, yeah, you know what, yeah, you know what role you're taking with a bloke? You just make them think that they're they're ruling the situation. They're not, but you make them think they are, and then you've got them, you've won them. It's fine. You're a bit sexy, like <laughs> easy, right? A bit sexy. They're a bit sexy. I mean, play sexy. But with with girls, it's like you could be, you could be like, do I do I play that role? Do yeah. I play the like? Who am I today? Who am I today? And I was just also like way more in entranced, that's a weird word to use, but like way more just ah about women um, and their energy and, and everything than I ever have been about men. Um, and that's not to say that I haven't been absolutely infatuated by a man before, but it's just a different feeling and mm-hmm. it just, what, at least for me it was. And I was like, I need to write a song about this and kind of get in gay panic when you do talk to them, being really awkward about it. um. And I still get it all the time, people watch these videos and I crumble at women that I think are hot. Well, just people, people that I think are hot and people that give me that energy and um, I I love it and I, I love like taking that role sometimes because it's, it's fun, but it's sort of like, I do know how to talk to girls now, but there is always the dilemma of seeing someone that you fancy and going, uh, How do I start this? Yeah, how do do I start it? Also, there's the added thing with women. How do you know if they're gay?
1: You know? Mm, And everyone's like doing their own thing now. Everyone's like, you know, rocking in their own fashion. It's just like, are you straight and edgy? Or are you gay?
0: Yeah, there used to be (laughs) tells, right? You're like Doc Martens, a carabiner, and like cargo pants. Fine, you're probably gay. You can't do that anymore. It's the whole of Urban Outfitters. This used to be
1: a, a signifier. This is owned by every woman in the UK right Ever. now.
0: Yeah, like Literally.
1: they have taken over the chunky boot, and it's just like I can't even use that anymore.
0: I have met people that visually, and it's by the way, stupid. It is stupid that we do this because dress how you want to dress. You never, you can't look gay for anyone who's out there sitting there going, oh, I, I'm, I like, I like girls, but I don't look gay enough. But I look too straight. It d- let it go because yeah. that we need to let that one go. I was still picking up girls in a tea dress. A
1: <laughs> 1940s tea. I mean, I don't wear it anymore. It's not it's not my era for that, but it is possible.
0: I'm just saying. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. Um, but yeah, there is there is no non, there is no sense to it. But there was a moment where it was like, okay, sh- I've looked at a girl and thought, 100%. they're not. And you're like, oh, how am I meant to know? What am I meant to do? And because like a lot of other women don't know how to talk to girls, you're, you're just a bit screwed because no one's given anyone any signals. Well, I'm here to help with that. Oh, my gosh. Actually,
1: because I have <laughs> done my research. I mean, so we were talking about like don't know how to talk to girls. I yes. actually have a funny story that I literally just had a flashback. You were like, I had a flashback. I had a flashback as well. So, when I went on this situationship date with this girl I I worked with, I had, I don't know whether it was gay panic, but it was certainly fucking panic, and we went to this bar, and... Oh my God, I can't believe I'm sharing this, it's so embarrassing. So I was like looking at the menu and she was like, so what are you going to, you know, she was like very much like, so what are you going to have for drink? Mm-hmm. Um, she had a very good energy actually. And I was, I'm usually quite like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I said, what are you having? She was like, oh, I think I might just like have a glass of wine. And I was like, oh, cool. What are you going to get? And she was like, oh, just like a Merlot. What about you? And I literally went down the menu and I was reading it and it said Pinot Grigio. And I was like, I think I'm gonna get a penis, Grigio. A pino, pino, Grigio. And she was like, Did you say penis? Oh, and I was like, my No. God. <laughs> it was one of those moments where I was just like, Why did I just say penis <laughs> on like an, on a queer fucking date as well? Like, why have I said that? And she oh was just God, like, a penis. Yeah. I was like, I think I'm gonna have a penis. A penis. I mean, you're not. You're in the wrong place. You are in the wrong place here. <laughs> but I literally, it was almost like like a sort of like. I don't know why I said it, but I just did. I was so panicked. So good. And like every time we like we would go out, I'd just be like, "Um, "Let's talk about the most random shit." So I was on the interweb this morning. I was on the Google, Mm. and I googled how to flirt because there's not there's a lot of information out there, but not very good information. And I've condensed down the information here into what actually is a definition of flirting. I need this in my life. Yeah. (coughs) So flirting by definition is a series of messages we are trying to send with body language okay and those messages are i'm open i'm harmless <laughs> 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 i'm interested i'm approachable and i'm fertile yeah that's that's what that's what our body is doing when we are flirting with someone like these are all <laughs> these are when you when you're doing your videos, you're being you're like fertile. I'm Beth McCarthy and I'm fertile. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My name is Beth McCarthy, and I'm asking people, are, are you, you fertile? fertile? No <laughs>
1: oh! so that's what you're doing, Beth, with all these videos. That is technically what flirting is. Interesting. So these are the definitions of it. And here are some stats for you around flirting. So apparently the human body knows within one second whether the other person is attractive to you or not. One second, and it's subconscious. You don't even know, but your brain's already clocked whether that person is like a thing in your mind or not. Okay, do you agree with that? I feel like you're screwing your face up a little bit.
0: You're like, I don't know, because I oh I go off energy so much. So okay. like, there are people who I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> lovely person. I'm sure, but like, nah. not my not my type. Not that I really have a type, but like, n- you know, you do the thing where your your body your body goes nah. And then you speak to them and you're like,
1: ooh, maybe. This is the thing. that I w- That's what I wanted to say because you might have a first judgment of somebody but they might be different. So mm. you might, when you're chatting to them, you might be like, hmm. Mm. So mm. you don't know. Second, the best way, th- this is, comes back to that, the best way to approach a man is head on.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it is, yeah.
1: And the best way to approach a woman is at an angle. So there you go. That's your first tip. So stop going up to people in the street head on. <laughs> there go up so many an, like, things not to, to say. be confu- not to be confused with like from behind because that's just creepy. Like <laughs> don't like go up on them and be like hi. Like it's like it's like at a side angle. What? So technically what? right now, like I'm a, I would approach you like a man. Yeah. But if I was like round here. Now we're doing it right. Oh yeah, that feels better. Yeah. Does it actually? Feel yeah. Better? Do you want to go on it? Does it actually <laughs> feel
0: better if I'm like if you're looking like? from Yeah, here? this does feel weird me maybe without the the finger goes yeah maybe without without that but yeah I, I think so mm-hmm. head on head come on, on. <laughs> it
1: had to be that didn't it <laughs> it's like they need to see you coming
0: uh-huh yeah
1: so that's why whereas women are a bit like
0: are you aware of the amount of innuendos that you were giving right now or is the it's, it's just me. <laughs> I'm so focused <laughs> on the science of it.
1: What do you mean? Is that because I'm like, head on? Is it because I said head? Yeah. men need head on.
0: They need to <laughs> see you coming. <laughs> I don't know how anyone else missed this, but I've been dying over w- it. I would say focus on the psychology. And women need an angle. I mean, uh,
1: I'm not <laughs> I would say focus on the psychology of like getting all this out. And I'm like, I can be useful. And I'm not going, head, angles. uh, So guys need head basically. Guys need head and women need angles. probably fair. fair. They also need head. That's an accurate representation. So your first impression counts, and you should do these things. So if you want to impress somebody, you should uncross your arms and legs. Get your arms and legs uncrossed. Sorry. Get that sorted out. Smile a bit more. Yeah. Let's see those teeth. Upwards gaze. Is giving it. Like, it's (laughs) giving is giving like (laughs) creepy. So you're not Oh wait, I need to
0: be on an angle. Hang on. Yeah, that's
1: better. Yeah, that hundred percent. Like that if if I saw you in the street that would (laughs) be in. (laughs) You'd be like, right, that one's for me. Um, not looking at your phone. So I'm letting the team I'm letting the (laughs) side down here. Yeah, I'm not good at this. Um and apparently, (laughs) interestingly, so women women it says women because I feel like this is kind of like um, maybe a man wrote this article. Because it's very much like it's men. It's giving that, isn't You it? know, men do this and women do this. But like yeah. women, or if you identify as a woman or non-binary, should expose their neck and wrists. Uh, the soft bits of their skin are apparently more attractive. Right. So as well as you're doing all of that, you've got to be like, <laughs> <laughs> what? It's a thing. Apparently like the pheromones, when you're like flirting with someone, the pheromones are all in your neck. And like, here it's like but it's where you apply perfume right if you think about it but however saying that there are eight steps Beth, to successful flirting are you ready these so are ready. eight eight practical tips i need them so number one lean in if you're having a conversation with somebody you've got to lean in <laughs> in a non yeah. in a non-verbal way so i guess that means like <laughs> don't don't be like eh, what are you saying like what? just like a subtle lean in to say that you're interested and that you want more. Yeah. A little Right. Right. Are <laughs> doing this? Thing. A little thigh
0: rub. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Like whilst this and this <laughs> and this. And you got your wrists out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fine.
1: Number two, head tilting. So apparently this shows interest and engagement.
0: I do that all the time. Do Honestly, you? that's so funny. It's so it's such a thing to do. To like yeah, because it makes you it makes it's like that kind of little sneaky. I'm listening. Yeah. I see that, I'm feeling that, I'm
1: feeling that. that. Live in the studio, feeling (laughs) feeling the flirt from Beth McCarthy.
0: What can I say?
1: Mm. Number three, the Pygmalion effect. I don't know how to pronounce this. (laughs) So don't hold back on compliments basically. Apparently during a study about social rewards, getting a compliment is more rewarding than getting cash. Obviously depending on your situation.
0: But take the cash mate. <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm hot, give me money. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently
1: you should just like not hold back on your compliments to people. Yeah. Because if you say something about someone else, it then gets implanted in their brain that they feel more compelled to become what you're saying. Yeah. So for example, if if I met you, we're in a bar, we're flirting and I'm like, Beth McCarthy, you're highly intelligent. You would then feel like empowered to be like I am highly intelligent. Interesting.
0: So, let's make it gay for mm-hmm. a second, right? Okay. Of course. How do you do this without sounding like a straight girl in a bathroom on a night out, right? Without being creepy. Oh my god, I love your dress. It's giving, it's giving straight. It is giving straight. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like this is the mm. issue that we're all... How do you make it gay if you're complimenting other women? Because I love to compliment women because women bring women up so it's like your outfit looks so cool you're so nice you have such an ni- you know mm. you're doing that how I do think you i think it's how you
1: say it you know i think it's all in the body language because okay so if i was like in but ba- in a bathroom if i genuinely saw a girl in the bathroom and i like their dress because sometimes you do and you're just like i want to know where that's from it's a practical thing i'd just be like oh my god like you look great like i really love that like where's it from that's where it comes for me, like that's the line. I I want information from that interaction. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, that looks great. Like, is that from Zara? Mm. Like, I'm interested in that. However, if you see someone and you like what they look like, for me it's the eye contact. So it's like, You look good. You know? I I like that. That suits you. That compliments you. Or okay. as someone once said to me, and I thought it was a bit cringe, but actually I was a bit like <laughs> She was like, you know, I like, I like that. She was like, you look sexy in that.
0: Yeah. Oh, fair enough. It's yeah, the, it's, it's the like so sexy. the little a like, like lip bite, teeth like lick. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> this is probably a really fuck boy thing to say as well. Um, I feel like going for a really like, what's the word, under, like not a very good word, right? So like, you look good. Good is a terrible word to describe someone. Is that how you would flare? Yes, and that it works would not, not work on me Beth. <laughs> i
1: I'm sorry. What is it, what you there's like you minimal good. fucking effort there. Apparently it works on me <laughs> Yeah. But that's the point. Do it again. Come on. Like give no, me, I'm no not give doing give, it. give me give me your full No, you've
0: knocked me now. Oh, sorry. You don't look good. Fuck you. <laughs> you get fuck you. Is that all it takes?
1: Just literally, like a. Are, no, You, it's, know, are you, you don't, like a that's not lean it. Or
0: like a, <laughs> a little lean. Yeah, no, good. no. It's like a little, with a little smile and a little. It's the same thing as giving, like, oh, you look sexy. But I couldn't do, I just could not do that. Okay. I couldn't be like, you, that, you look really sexy. <laughs> it, I'd die. I would die a death. Yes. I'd go, you look really sexy. Ugh. Gone. <laughs> Dead. But if I, I could, I could be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! I'm, I'm sorry. Cring. i like gonna shut you down like immediately. I'm blushing. I'm
1: sorry. Like um, okay. No, I feel like going for a word that doesn't feel cringe
0: is good. Yeah. So, but and good works because if you put meaning in, I love this claw finger. Every time, it's, I always get the claw finger. If you put meaning into whichever word you use, then it ten, it generally works. Yeah. But that's
1: that's what I'm saying. What like I'm saying. whatever your word is, like whoever said that to me you know, their word that they felt comfortable with was sexy, so I felt that energy yeah, from it, yeah. you know, it's like, cool. you look sexy and I'm like, hmm, yeah I'll take a bit of that <laughs> I wouldn't say it necessarily because I don't think it's my word uh, what would my word be
0: now? What would your word be? Because I also, just for context just so nobody thinks I'm being awful and just go against people and go, you look good you and look then good. leaving, it's not that, it's like, you look good like, putting mm. emphasis on it I also like to say nice like, that's so nice and it's like nice is a rubbish word for people, but like if you're like that is so nice, then it really means nice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just me. It's fine. I, I get it. What's your word? Maybe hot. Okay. But I feel like
1: but I feel like that's like a sort of guy thing to say. But again, if you put the energy into it like you're like hot. Yeah, that works. Yeah. After that. We've got mirroring. I mean, uh, I think that people do this, like, naturally. I think that when you like someone, you generally try to mirror what it's they're some, doing, yeah, yeah. right? Mm. Mm. <laughs> but that's what you do. That's what you do yeah. immediately, yeah. right? You kind of, you, y- and I think that you find it in, like, social situations as well. Like, if, sure, you're, yeah, yeah. if you're trying to, like, you know, get along with somebody and they start, I don't know if they start kind of doing this or something, you'll notice people doing that at the same time because they want to fit in. Yeah. But I think if you're on a date or you're trying to like chat somebody up and you start to notice that they're, you know, doing, doing <laughs> similar things, I mean, you can make it intentional. Maybe that could be like a fun thing that you could do. Yeah. Because that makes somebody feel, you know... What I'm saying is psychologically speaking, if somebody's mirroring what you're doing, it makes you feel more seen and heard. So if somebody's actually doing that, obviously don't be a creep about it. Don't like literally do everything (laughs) that they're doing. But (laughs) you could do little subtle things. Yeah. It might work. uh, Use it with caution. That's my advice. Yeah. Uh, the art of subtle touch is number five so love that consensual of course yes. so obviously don't go around like petting people that's a bit much yeah, um awesome. but you should do the five and 15 rule is apparently a thing so you should try and do like a subtle touch five times in a 15 minute conversation
0: interesting
1: for me that feels quite a lot yeah like, if i was like going and like you know, making sure that I was touching someone's arm and stuff like five times, like that is a lot, but. A good
0: way to do it though, is to like, <clears throat> apparently I know some of these, who knew? I actually, I'm <laughs> other than going, you look good. I <laughs> don't really know any others, but this one, I do, cause I'm quite a tactile person. Mm. And I, obviously you've got to find the balance with like being tactile, as you say, with consent. Cause some people don't, don't like to be touched. People, yeah, also. some people hate you. Um, So you've got to kind of read the room and if you're going to use this then you have got to like really read as to whether Mm -hmm. or not a person is that type of person. But sometimes it's quite, if you stand near-ish someone and it's that kind of, it's not always a deliberate one. It's almost like it could be accidental but you know it's deliberate in your head. But you've got a point of contact. So like it's like if you're stood somewhere and they've got like a foot out like you just kind of shuffle and you're kind of touching the, your yeah, their yeah. foot with the your foot. That point sounds point really foot. weird. You're playing footsie, but you're not like you're just stood there. But it kind of just the little toes touch or like you brush the elbow kind of thing. Like mm. I I always feel like that's for me. Not even with me doing it to people, I've like definitely been aware of that. Yeah, when someone is doing that and they're like clearly not accidentally like brushing next to me, I'm like, ah, they're blurted. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, It's, it's like you don't want to you know. don't pull away, right? It's yeah. that whole thing of just like,
1: yes. that. I think that, you know, if I'm if I'm accidentally, you know, on the tube or something and somebody, like, knocks me with their knee like, I'm the first person to be like, I'll pull uh, away from that. Yeah. But, you know, you don't want to pull away if you like that person. You want, like, some point or something. Um, number six is the rule of three. So, this is an easy way to make somebody laugh. So, if you're not, like, particularly a funny person or you're really struggling <laughs> with it... <laughs> Not that I'm like shaming my audience. Give it to me. (laughs) Um, But it's like the rule of three. So like you say, like two things that are, you know, normal and like one that's unusual. So like, you know, my favorite colors are pink, purple and your eyes. Like, you know, it's terrible. This is is not my fucking example. This is what I pulled from the internet. I
0: just had so many flashbacks. So many flashbacks.
1: Wait, are we saying like Bad. bad flashbacks?
0: Well, no, it was endearing. But it has happened to me, mm. and now I see it as a thing. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I, I can visually see that happening in a couple of situations. I
1: think that's a, you know, a good um, one for people maybe who struggle to like bring their sense of humor to the yeah. table. But I would not use that. Like, I tend to, if I like someone, like I'll take the piss out of them. <laughs> like, I know that that's a very British thing. Oh, it is. Yeah, but it's a hundred percent. You know, if I'm just like, uh, you know, you know, I'm like. Uh, go on like go over there like do this do that do that you know maybe it's a northern thing as well yeah
0: I that is also my um my way of doing it too
1: number seven is strong eye contact <laughs> I don't know if I agree with this one I do agree in some senses but like I do feel like if you know start noticing it and you're like doing it really intensely it's a bit much for the other person
0: it is yeah you know? I think like the glance away but just making sure that you're looking at like you just keep going back i think is mm. probably the way to do it right because i have had it where someone's really intense, and i'm like eh, too much
1: yeah apparently it takes women here we go again women stats the Bring three them the three stats it takes three like strong glances to understand that somebody likes you interesting so you know if you're giving up after a second one go back for that third mm. and they will 100 percent Apparently, according to this article, get it.
0: I feel like it's a good one from across a bar or a a room, right? Like, the amount of slightly too long eye contact that have led to stuff for me is, Mm. like, beyond.
1: Are you a giver of the eye contact? Yeah. Are you a gazer?
0: I am. I do find it difficult while I'm talking, but I think that's because I have probably, I've not been diagnosed, but I am almost definitely ADHD. Um, everyone tells me that I am. And I think it's because I'm trying to focus on what I'm saying, and I will get kind of distracted by mm. by the eye contact. So I'm kind of trying to not focus on anything in particular, and also I get distracted by what's going on around me. So I think that's probably more of a me thing. Mm. Um, but when I, when the other person's talking, I can just, I, I will be in, 100%. Um, and number eight, the eyebrow flash, coupled
1: with a smile. I feel like you can do this one. It's the like raising of the eyebrow
0: <laughs> and then the sort of like. I actually, so I can't do it on demand, but I probably I do do it, it on do demand. Do you know what I mean though? Like when someone's like, I c- well, I can't wink full stop. No. I can't, I'm just putting out, no. It may, I look like I'm having a stroke. It's, don't, it's not pretty. Segwaying on to, yeah.
1: you know, the gay panic and things. Um, I put an, out an Instagram story asking our audiences to submit pickup lines for you. To see if they work on you. <coughs> are you ready for some of them? They have been literally sending me like all week filth. as they've been coming through. Like we have had
0: pure filth. I like, bet
1: some things that I can't even like repeat on this podcast because I I know that I've marked it as explicit, but I'm like
0: it's, that is too much. It's uh, like X rated. Yeah. Um.
1: And some of them that are just really really funny, and some some of them that are just really bad. But I'm going to read them out. There's no shame to anybody. Are there any
0: that you have seen that you are like, okay, that's fun. Yeah. Like I would, yeah, I would. I la- would allow that to work. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna start strong. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Imagine we're in like. I wish I could lower the lighting in here. Can we lower the lighting? We lower the lighting. Whoa. Oh, even more. Whoa. Oh. Oh. oh my gosh. Oh, it's like a disco in here. It's getting lighter.
0: Fucking hell, now. Now I'm
1: on the sun. <gasps> no, that's too, too much. <laughs> I feel like I'm on it. <laughs> have, have a died. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Okay. 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 We'll imagine we're in a bar. Okay. Imagine we're in a bar, right? Blink, <coughs> blink, blink. Thank you for joining me on this date. I don't know why I would say that. That's a really weird opening. <laughs> thank you for thank you for coming. Thank you for coming here. Yeah, I brought you here today. Brought you to here discuss. today. <laughs> to pick you up <laughs> at this bar. At this fake Spotify bar. You take my Beth away. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like
0: we got to rate them. We got to rate them. I'm going to give it like a four for the effort for the effort with the pun. Like I do like a pun. I think mm-hmm. it's funny. I don't think it's like, oh, I want to rip your clothes off because you've just had a pun. And also, but, your
1: name is in it as well. Well, yeah,
0: I'm partial to a pun because mm. I I I actually cover "Simply the Best" by Tina Turner. Yeah, and and I always introduce being like, uh, and I am simply the best. Mm. And my dream is to have a world tour called "Simply the Best." Mm. I think it'll be great. So, with that in mind, I'm a fan, but. It's not really gonna work to get you imagine. No, it made me go, <laughs> yeah.
1: Are you my big toe? Because I'm gonna bang you on every single piece of furniture that I
0: own. Right. <laughs> I feel like
1: we need to unpack this. Let's one. unpack
0: this one. So I'm actually kind of into being banged on every surface <laughs> or thing. Then you're, you know, fine. The word toe. It set the tone off wrong, It right? did. I don't, I don't wanna think immediately, all I'm thinking about is feet. And, yeah. I, and yeah. I don't have a foot fetish, so mm. it's not working for me. So that's a two. Let's go, let's go for
1: another one. <laughs> I feel like this might be the one that would work on me, if it was said in the right way. I'll try and say it in the right way. <clears throat> I'm not into watching sunsets, but I'd love to see you go down.
0: <laughs> okay. So, this whole time, I'm gonna say this: the person saying this to me is someone that I find attractive, right? Because like, ultimately, fit people get away with everything, <laughs> do So like, well, this is where we've got it. Like, yeah, it's got to yeah. be like an already attractive. It's all someone that's already my type. What is your type? Have you got a type? Uh, this, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I actually like go between vibes because I know th- l- some people are like mask or mass presenting or fan presenting like that way or like stem or da da da. I really don't, there is no correlation because I'm just like, rah, if you're fit. But like, and I, and sometimes I, I'm probably more partial to somebody fem presenting because I do take more of a, like, a confident role in my relationships with women. Mm-hmm. Like, I do like to have the power a little bit. And I'm I'm like, fine, if you want to try to take it. Okay. But good luck with that. <laughs> I'm kind of that <laughs> person. But, I do enjoy someone who who is like really confident and like has got that kind of mask energy, but it's like the androgyny thing. I think mm. that's probably where like it would sit for me. I'm like, ah, okay, yeah, no, you like, ah, so, but you know, anyone. Confidence is always key though, mm. and also nice eyes and like a genuine smile. I don't like to say a nice smile, like genuine. When you can see if somebody's smiling at you, a good smile. Yeah, <laughs> good. Good smile. Good smile. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But, like, do you know what I mean? When somebody, like, smiles and, like, the rest of their face doesn't move, you're like, are you actually smiling or are you just just doing that? Yeah. Whereas if they have, like, the eyes go and everything goes, that for me, I'm like, oh, you're so beautiful because you're actually just being you and you're being authentic and that's nice. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, so this is somebody who's saying it's me, who I fancy, and they've come over. And that's the first thing I've said. I'm kind of, I'm I'm good with that. I'm going for seven. Oh, okay. That's I'm like a, sol- a solid
1: one. It would be a bit like buy me a drink first. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Are you a desk? Because I want to slam my homework down on you and do you all night. It's like the big day one, a little bit.
0: Again, I hated school, man. I can't.
1: Not in the right frame of mind. No, I'd call it a four. That's a four.
0: I'm going be a five because if I put, what did I put, toe at three? We put toe at two. Oh, you put toe at two. Toe. Okay, fine. Hate then it. Yeah, then four.
1: Are you a squirrel? Because I want to stash my nuts in your hole. No. <laughs> don't <laughs> <didn't> stash them.
0: <laughs> I don't want any nuts anywhere near any of my holes. Thank you. <laughs> that is a one. <clears> can okay. it be a zero? I don't want your nuts in my hole. No, 100% it
1: can be zero. We're like rating that zero. It's not even rateable. Is that a mirror in your pocket? because I can
0: see my face in
1: your knickers. <laughs>
0: I don't like the word knickers. <laughs> I just don't. It makes me think of like frilly pants <laughs> that like I had when I was younger. You know what I mean? They were knickers to me, but I appreciate the uh, the creativity. Mm-hmm. So I'll maybe give it a six for the creativity. Okay. And it didn't make me want to go which <laughs> a few of these have, so.
1: Beth, I am free on Thursday, and I would like to hang out on Thursday night when I am free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, I get a daily DM like that from different people. Honestly, that is my DM. If you want to go through them, that's what they're saying.
1: I'm no good at pick up lines. I'd rather be pinned down than picked up. Like it. Yeah. I like it. It also said XOXO at the end.
0: <laughs> XOXO, gossip girl. Uh, eight, good. Oh, that's a good one. Cause it made me like it made me have a little chuckle. It didn't cringe me out.
1: We have the last one. Okay, which that'd
0: be a good one. Pressure's on.
1: Do you have a number for Spotify complaints? I can't find you in the top five singles.
0: <laughs> See, that's that's good for me because I'm like I'm already intrigued by Spotify because I do music. Yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah and like it doesn't feel like a, a pickup line immediately mm. i liked that can't find that's you in the good. single section can't find you in the singles. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good i would be down for that that's my top rated that one top rated liked that right. so you did actually save the best till last i that did i did i have a question for you yeah because it's kind of on this thing a lot of people do dating apps now right mm-hmm. what's your opener i mean obviously you can't now you got a girlfriend but yep. if you were to have to have an opener what would it be do you know I was a gift girl? Like I would open on like a really
1: good gift. Right. So like when Charlie and I were getting together, like I would send her quite a lot of like like villanelle, like sort of killing Evie, like reactionary gifts to stuff, and. I don't know. I I know, like I know who I'm playing with. I'm not gonna lie. Like you know, she's got a crush on like Jodie Comer, and I yeah, I knew, you I, play I knew to the their game. Their weaknesses, you know? and I'm like, oh, who'd you like? You know, I'm taking it all in, and then I'm sort of like, mm. I know the energy. I know the energy that people like, and so then I give off that kind of energy. So I don't know. She likes she likes a bit of like a put together woman. Does my girlfriend, and I think that's how I kind of makes got sense. That.
0: Yeah, it makes sense for
1: sure so i would say go in with a good gif GIF. and you can go with like a funny gif as well like there's all those ones which are just like the one with like the whale and it flips and it says like whale hello (laughs) i feel like i think that's funny i think that is funny if you are in the market for a gif go in for a gif yeah if you're in the market for something that's not a gif don't go in with that. Go in with, like, a text opener. Just don't go in
0: with, like, hey, how are you? Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. That's the yeah, worst. Yeah, either a GIF or, like, a the m- roguest question you can think of.
1: You know, I was actually just, like, having a drink with a couple of people that I know from Instagram. We met up for the first time at Amsterdam Pride um, at the weekend. And they're a couple. And they were telling me how they got together. <laughs> and she lied on her dating profile and said that she was into poetry. And so... <laughs> like the other one messaged her but there was a typo in it so she was meant to say so like what got you into poetry and she typed what got you into poverty <laughs> and she was like what the fuck like i'm sorry like picked it up and she was like are you, are you having to go about my social economic like like i mean crowd. listen it works <laughs> but she picked up a phone because she was just like ready she was you ready for somebody? it she was right like, ready for some beef right but.
0: listen that is amazing absolutely look for any possible typo yeah that you could do yeah that will get the retention that is such a good idea
1: beth if i was going to pick you up like i would not go straight in and be like oh my god i love your hair Cause like I bet a hundred million people say yes. that to you on a daily basis. Stay away from my hair. Or I'd be like, you know, oh, I love you. I love like your your song. Like you, y- I do, do love what? your songs. Yeah,
0: don't go in with that though. But do not go in with that. No, because it's a pet right. And this is this is not me coming from a like I'm famous and I'm powerful. Not coming from this bit. But if you know me, and listen, I hope that the whole. Bloody world knows me for my music one day, right? So I'm not going to be like, if you know me for my music, then absolutely not. But if you're coming in with fangirl energy, oh, no. immediately Immediate there no. is Immediate like- ick. It's an ick, but also like there's a power imbalance. So it's not, it's just not going to ever work because I kind of know where you stand with me. So there's no like back and forth. There's no excitement. There's no like fun there. Mm. And that's not to- that's not to lie and be and uh, like pretend you don't know, because that would be even more of a nick if like you pretend you don't know who I am and then later yeah. down the line like oh actually I really loved your music from like day one. Yeah. But just do it in a do it in a way. Just don't be a fangirl. Just be like you make good music. I think that's sick. But anyway, here's more conversation. I want to get to else. know you. Like, we don't need to sit and talk about my music for ages. We'll do it like if we get to know each other, then you'll find out about it. You know.
1: So what is a good opener for you then? Um, what would you enjoy? What's your best what chat up be line?
0: My that
1: opener? You would we would
0: work on you. I do quite like forward. I feel like it right if it's a dating app. I'm not on them by the way. I don't Well, I got banned from most of them because I tried to promote a gig on all the on the dating apps and they were like no, nope, can't do that. <laughs> so I'm banned. That excellent. Banned from all the dating apps. But um I on a dating app, I would prefer somebody to be more forward. I don't, I can't, I don't have time to text all the time. Like, I don't want to do that whole back and forth for ages before we even plan something. Mm. Like, if it's like, do you like wine? Do you like this? Let's go out. I think you fit. You've swiped like because you know we already find each other uh, each other attractive. Okay. Or like, <laughs> do you like wine? Yeah, you look good. <laughs>
1: <Nice>. <laughs> oh yeah, I look good too. Do you want to get married? Yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah, right. sure. Thank you so much for joining me.
0: Thank you for having me. Thank
1: you for the flirting episode. <laughs> um, if we want to find out more about you, yes. um, where do we go to? Where do the people go to?
0: So to it is just Beth McCarthy, um, or Beth May McCarthy, but if you type in Beth McCarthy, I'll pretty much come, on, come up now. Although don't Google me, because um, my Wikipedia I don't know how it happened, but it's merged with some other woman I called saw Beth this. McCarthy Miller. You're right? like
1: sixty years old on the internet. Yes. Right? So
0: just for everyone's awareness, I'm aware that the internet says that I'm 59. I'm not. Clearly, I'm aware of it. You can stop sending me it now. I can't fix it. I don't know how. I've, I've tried. Honestly, I have. I have emailed Google so many times, being like, "This is quite clearly not me." Here are all the links to show that, like, this is me, but it's attached to this woman. And they're like, oh, we don't see a problem. I'm like, but she has her own as well. This woman has her own. So it's not like, anyway, side note. I get
1: that. I'm also, apparently I am running like the Canterbury Festival and I have like a large collection of books. The internet's a
0: weird place, man. But yeah, I am just Beth McCarthy on everything. I, as I have mentioned, um, do music and I am in the middle of releasing a very queer EP, which will be called I Don't Know How to Talk to Girls. Um, I've released two songs from it and I uh, will drop the rest of it very soon.
1: You guys should check so out Beth's music. Yeah. It's incredibly catchy. We go around the house and we're like,
0: what are you calling? And it is you. <laughs> and
1: it is you. Go.
0: Yes. <laughs> and my final thing to say is it doesn't matter what you call it. That is my, that's how I want to leave this whole thing because we've talked a lot about labels and talked about but It doesn't matter. And there will be a lot of people out there who are sitting there thinking, I'm not gay enough to be gay, or I'm not, like I don't know what I'm doing, I'm new to this, I've been in a relationship with a man for all this time, but I think I like girls, been there, get you. Like there are so many of these situations and you take your time, don't worry, no one's, like, surround yourself with people who support you no matter what, that would be my other thing, you know, just try and find, there are so many people out there, try and find queer friends. I know I have queer friends who found queer friends by posting a TikTok on the internet being like, I live in London mm-hmm. and I want more queer friends. There's there's so many events. There's like the queer picnic that's more wholesome than a kind of, you know, a lick event, girl events, whatever, which are, you're probably going to get drunk, let's be real. And if you're not really into that, then there's lots of other outlets. And I think just try and surround yourself with other queer people um, and who are who are just happy for you to be who you are at whatever pace that suits you. And I think that would be, that's the one thing I want to leave with because I don't think it's said enough because I think there's lots of pressure yeah, to be, if you're in the community, you must abide and by I li- these rules. And I like that you said that as well
1: because I think that a lot of people look at, you know, folks like us who do stuff on TikTok and are presenting like a certain way of being or whatever and it's just like, just, it's okay. Like, you know, you can be gay, you don't have to be a certain type of person. Like, we're we're both queer. We both probably enjoy different things we both enjoy the same things but it doesn't make us less queer we're all part of the
0: same community it doesn't negate your queerness even if you've never been with a woman right like you are if you feel queer then you are for as long as you need you want to be that and then if that changes that's okay Mm -hmm. and I just think that's a really important thing for people to know and be aware of in themselves when they're on this journey is that it changes all the time and I am still figuring it out I still feel invalidated by stuff i still feel like i don't fit in pride this year was really weird for me because i've had some you know i've been the most vocal i've ever been about being queer online because of my music and that's amazing and i've had a load of amazing stuff from that but i've also had a lot of a lot of people a lot of you know my queer friends being like oh but you're not talking about like being with men and Mm. and that feels and it you know you can't you see a certain thing of it online and you've just got to remember that everybody is just trying to do their best to be who they are and um allow that space for people i think and yourself and yeah you are you are whatever you want to be and you don't don't need to label it if you don't want to and if you do want to power to you some solid advice i love it it's been a
1: good chat thank you thank you so much for joining thank you
0: so much for having me and
1: if you're listening to this i will be back next week with another amazing episode of girlfriend material with another amazing guest for you so make sure you go check out beth online follow this podcast give it a little rate if you fancy it and i'll see you next week goodbye guys thank you so much for listening to girlfriend material you might be sad that the podcast is over for this week i know i am but i'll be back at the same time next week with another juicy guest just for your ears in the meantime though if you like this episode make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think might also enjoy listening sharing is caring guys Girlfriend Material is hosted by myself at Rosie Turner Daily. So go ahead and follow me on Instagram and TikTok for more content with support for my lovely babes, Essie and Clara, just for you. We love you and we'll see you soon.